So what 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 do you want to do? Oh yeah. Ah, let's just do like let's do Spider-Man. Spider-Man? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I love Spider-Man. Yeah. Spider-Man. Like, look, we always put so much effort and like, oh, we need a fun take on this or what can we do to make this different? No, let's just do Spider-Man. Forget us. Yeah. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah. This may appear to be only monkey business, but in reality, it's very serious, ladies. Zero Issues Comic Podcast! Zero Issues Comic Podcast! Hello, ladies, gentlemen, bugs and butterflies. Everybody, everybody's here. We're all having a good time on this episode of Zero Issues Podcast. Kyle's sick. Kyle's so, uh... sick. <laughs> Kyle is. Kyle is sick. Yeah. And worked a craft show and got up at seven in the morning. And I have had a mm. lot of liquids today. Let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's a way to live. In and out. I am one third of your hosts, Merc. <laughs> uh, I'm Bri. I'm one third of your host, Merc. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm Bri. Who's I am you know the, should drink more. I'm a little more fluid I'm a, liquids. I'm a little fellow. They uh, they like to call me Kyle. They like to call yeah. me Kyle. Maybe you will too. Let's find right. out together. Let's uh, let's let's warm up and talk about a movie. Welcome to the warm-up. So, last week we talked about Taserface, the movie. Yeah, Taserface 2, Electric Boogaloo. So this week, just in the in the, the warm-up, we're just going to briefly talk about it. Not hardcore in-depth, because everybody Yeah, we went that, back, we, we watched another it. screening, it was different. It wasn't, uh, yeah. it wasn't uh, you know... Edition Full 539 or whatever. It was, it was just the regular, yeah. I guess, the version that yeah. everybody else has seen. Most people got a version of this. Most people mm-hmm. got, like, you yeah. know what I mean? Minor changes, but I don't know. Ours was, hey, they're both canon. I don't some care. of them, with, with the weird aspect ratio, some of them probably had, like, you know, Tom Servo and Crow at the bottom. Yeah. Same yeah. stuff. I would have paid oh, for that. Man. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, Joel and Mike? Yeah. Oh, both of them. And Jonah's oh, try Jonah tries to come in and they kick him out. And they like, kick him out. You, you see an usher you come in and kinda just... like a dick, actually. <laughs> so yeah, we're talking about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Yeah. Uh good. I I really like I don't, liked I don't it know if I want I don't know what I want to say surprisingly good, but yeah. good. You like, know what? Stuck we've, the landing. Like we've we've had a fair number of kind of clunkers in the last couple of years and I I was or thinking about that because Kyle and I is just something that like just isn't isn't hitting. You know what I mean? The way that they want it to, I think, or you know, yeah. I I I was thinking about it, but what? Because you said that to me when we walked out of the movie, and I was like, yeah. And then I thought about it later, and I was like, oh, but you know what? I really liked Wakanda Forever. Yeah, yeah. So there is that, but but it has a different tone. Like it's Gun has a certain flair for the the hitting serious stuff but doing it in a lighter tone yeah and it's just this fun three-part arc it's and it really completes that's their story of from start to finish of the losers the loners the criminal goofballs whatever they are and changes their characters and actually makes a fantastic story arc and the more i thought about it i was like yeah "Yeah, 
Oh, yeah, and, that and, was really good. And a lot of people had criticisms. Again, it was long. It was on the longer side. Uh, I, I guess I didn't really notice. I got out of the movie. I'm like, it's one o'clock. I couldn't believe it. But um, so it was a Friday? bit longer. It was a bit longer, and it got to it. It definitely went to some dark places that a lot of people were a little like to the point, like some very like this. I I'll, this movie made me weep openly in a theater, and that doesn't happen a lot. Like just crying. Like I was. It was. It 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 has so much heart. You know what I mean? And again, like it, it wasn't, but it, but it still had the same sort of like weird kind of joy about it too, you know? And it still had yep. like that optimism. It still had that like, and again, heart, right? Just like the characters, like you, that you feel them, you know what I mean? You get so close to them. It's like very, just the writing and the directing and the acting working really together. And I feel weird to say one of the first thoughts I had coming out of the theater was being like, oh, his Superman movie is going to be great. Like I was just feeling very optimistic because just that yeah. that feeling is what is missing for that. So that made me very optimistic. Obviously, nothing else would be the same at all. But I mean, that feeling, hitting it like that is is that takes some. That's yeah. That takes. It'll some be talent. different because I feel like a big part of of the Guardians of the Galaxy was that they were essentially a blank slate for the vast majority of people. Oh, for sure. So you could do with whatever those characters you want. There's not a lot of baggage that that falls along with that like there some of us did know those characters but it was like yeah. it doesn't matter if it's the same thing it's well it was it was so loose that you know what i mean it was like just I, I think i think there's enough there's enough looseness with superman like yeah the stuff has been codified but there's a lot of different angles that you can approach it from yeah. oh big time yeah but there is that central character yes that nobody was like that's not the central character of star lord like no one give a shit and right. it doesn't right. matter like you can do whatever you want <laughs> and it's very clear that he he makes you know, he he bonds with his actors and he really knows them and he really trusts them and he really, like, that's a key part of it is casting. And I think that's something that he, he really looks at. It seems like everybody he works with just loves him and, and he's just yeah. great to work with. And he brings out stuff in the actors that fits the character, but maybe in a way that nobody else could. And I think, like, that could be great for Superman. He finds, like, just that right exact per- person. The one thing I don't like about that, and although I, it's great that he has such a rapport with his actors and all that, yeah, it's un, it's I'm kind of seeing it like he's, are you sick of seeing the same? You're seeing the same faces. Like people yeah. want to work with him again. You've heard from old, like not every cast of of Guardians, but a lot of them are jumping ship, right? Or talking about jumping ship to DC. And I was like, oh, we kind of talked a bit about this. I think on a previous episode yeah. of just like yeah. let's not do the same same actors jumping in different comic book movies. Like there's a lot of other people that could do great jobs. Let's try to bring new people in. Yeah. Like we were just talking about that with uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Margot Robbie as uh, Sue Storm. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't, exactly. don't want to see uh, Dave Batista be Lex Luthor's dad or something. Or Lobo. And I, and I don't want to see Michael yeah. Rooker be Lex Luthor. I love, I love Michael Rooker. Don't get me wrong. I don't want him to be Lex Luthor. He already kind of was. <laughs> <laughs> and he got pretzeled. Yeah, that stink palmed. True. Yeah. True. One thing that I really expected out of this movie, and that a lot of people were hinting at it that they thought this was going to happen, is that at least one character was going to die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I have to say I was very surprised that that didn't happen. I'm surprised, but happy. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm not I mean, disappointed. One of them I think it was died done... for a for a, for a minute there, yeah. but, you know, yeah. Yeah, so technically. But... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I I think it was handled well. It wasn't like 
uh, either you can have it where it dies, and you're like, that was a dumb death. When yeah. they thought Peter, when you thought Peter was gonna die, I was yeah. like, don't let him die like that. That's such a dumb, wasteful thing. Yeah, and, uh, that that would have been a nothing death. I was expecting him to like literally like, you know, in that moment, it's like he's gonna like hit a song and it's gonna play. And it's going to be like this, like perfect song that either or it just would that he would die to. Yeah, yeah. which is like, you know, could have worked, I suppose, but I yeah. much preferred what happened. Yeah, agreed. agreed. Uh, you know, and that's the thing is that they took. I I almost didn't see how they were how he was going to do that. Adam needed to win. There. Take all those <laughs> characters <laughs> at at the end and have them all go off and like him go back. And meet his grandfather, Mantis leave to go find herself, Drax become the dad sort of thing, like him and Nebula stay and, and hold down the fort. Um, like Rocket become the captain and Groot in there too. Like it was there was a few like I really liked it. There were a few things that bugged me. Um, but uh overall, yeah. And I was also glad that there was no forced like quill and gamora get back together yeah okay they, they, sort of, they left it a little bit open-ended they they're like oh maybe yeah. maybe but it could happen there doesn't but... have to there doesn't have to be though and and his his acknowledgement of like hey that past relationship with that person who died because it's not you and like he finally was yeah. able to accept that like it was pretty right. good but that's over right yeah and an- another friend of ours i was talking to our friend ryan he had just watched the movie today and he was, he said, oh, well, like they left it open with him and Nebula. And I was like, meh. Well, I. No, he's just a flirty I guy. Read too much. He's a flirty yeah. guy. I think that was more of a, like a joke. Yeah. Like, not that it couldn't, but it was like, I don't think that'll happen. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. And then I. He's I just, like a like, puppy there's in so that many... scene for crying out loud. Like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But there's just so many, so many movies and so many filmmakers would have taken that opportunity to. Either put the two of them together, or right. with somebody. You got to have that romance thing, and it's like, no, you you actually don't. Yeah, that's have not what this one's that. about, actually. And yeah, that's the thing that I love about these so much is that it has they have like an emotional. They could be crude and silly, but they have like an emotional maturity, and they have like that feeling of growing, you know. And that's that I think was a perfect one. It's like, well, she's on her own path, and she's happy there, and and there and that's the thing. There's singular characters that have their own paths. Those paths can be different, and they can go do things but they can be friends and then go elsewhere and it doesn't have to be i give up my thing and be your smizmar yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah smizmar before we move on can we talk really quickly about the high evolutionary the villain of this movie yes mm-hmm. that's what i want to talk about i thought about. he was, was uh... he was one of those jerk one of those like smug jerk characters that you love to hate because they're just yes. they're so sure of themselves and they're the they know everything and everyone else is an idiot and it's almost like, um, y'all remember The Mist? Like the old movie or the TV show? Uh, wait, I the, always mix the up- The Stephen King thing? Yeah, yeah. There was like the old 1982 film. The Mist, and then there was the a TV fog. show. Wasn't that The Fog? Oh, I'm thinking of The Fog. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah, always mix right. up The Light the Drizzle. Well. I love The Light Drizzle. But, That's a good one. But the-, the <laughs> Whichever the one, the one with Thomas Jane in it, there's yeah, yeah. the oh, the, yeah, the yeah. woman in it who's like sort of you know gets a little culty and is the same type of character where they're like they know what's right and even though yeah like everyone is telling them like you're wrong, they don't care, they don't listen, and they're just like you just cannot wait to see them get their comeuppance. And it was so good when he did get his comeuppance. 
Oh my god, yeah. yes. And, and the actor, uh, the actor who is in Peacemaker, uh, yeah. played Mern, um, I, Chukwudi Ibuji, I don't, hopefully I'm pronouncing that right, I, I didn't do research. But yeah, he's phenomenal. Like, that was like, you, I hated him. I, I honestly, I wish he had a little bit more screen time. That's, that's my one problem. I liked him as a villain, but I felt like he wasn't developed enough. And yeah. I felt like, I was like, there, there needs to be a little more backstory or yeah. something. Because like, he just, he enters the scene as that thing, and that's all he was. Right. And it was him yelling a lot. Yeah. And it was, it wasn't, I watched uh, another review or something. I don't know if it was Screen Crush or uh, whatever, uh, or Rockstars or whatever. Um, but they brought up a point that it's like, hit those Guardians movies have become louder. And I never thought about it till they pointed out that they everyone they scream more. It's it's like the cantankerous relationship. Yeah. It's it's funny. Everybody's talking normal, then there's like, ah, oh, what do you mean? And then they yell. But then in the second one it was a little bit more. And then this one they just yelled at each other well, the whole time. Hmm, and I was I like think that's an interesting is, point. You know how loud it is like watching a Marvel movie? It's like it's way louder being in them. So they actually were developing hearing loss slowly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was actually a plot point in Hawkeye, so I feel like that could explain it. Oh, uh, that's true. That's, that's true. Fair yeah, point, yeah, fair yeah. point. Uh, I do have. I have. I have one other uh, nitpicky thing a- is Adam Warlock and and yeah, the, yeah, the slightly poor use of Adam Warlock. That yeah. was he's a crazy weird character, and I get not using like we were saying with with characters of that don't have a lot of. They're not Superman. They're not Batman. You can do whatever you want. But it's like that character has such potential as this crazy, mystical, supernatural, cosmic being. And he was just this weird golden boy that was a was a fighting. He's basically like a baby in a way. Yeah. 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 And this could be just a setup for him to become more. But But we'll see if we'll see if anything actually happens. Yeah. Right. I thought he was but good. It, and it's done in, in straight gun style of him being kind of goofy. And I was yeah. like, I almost didn't want him being goofy. Like, I wanted him being really straight and, and kind of a, yeah. not an all-knowing being. But, you know, that, that heavy-hitting character. You're n- they're going to use more of that character, obviously, like, some in some way or another. Maybe, maybe. I mean, like, I feel like they're not going to be hands-off on everybody, like it or not. I'm sure you'll see yeah. these characters again in one way or another. Mm. Well, they did say at the end, it said Star-Lord will be back. Yeah, so. and they have the team at the end, and that's the thing with, like, Will Poulter there as, um, I thought he was, he played it well, what he played, and they were yeah. playing it a certain yeah. way, but, you know, where he's basically just, like, this toddler with the powers of a god, and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of, and maybe that's the thing, maybe that's, you'll see him in the next thing, time he shows up, Note to Kyle mature. for later, godler. <laughs> godler. Because I know Wonderful. when I listen to this episode, I'm going to say Godler out loud to myself. And this, yeah. that's just for me. That's just for me. Yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. <laughs> speaking so, speaking of toddlers, oh. speaking of toddlers, in that final new team, there is the young girl. Yes. Right? That's actually the same girl that, that the High Evolutionary is standing in front of, and she's running yep. in that. She's doing the 2001. Wheel yeah. Thing. yeah, doing the 2001 thing. That is Phi Lavelle, mm-hmm. who is uh, Janice Vell's sister, daughter of Marvell, yeah. like genetic, whether it's, I don't know if it's a, like his daughter, daughter, but genetic offspring. Well, high evolutionary, you can whatever. do whatever you want. Yeah. That's whatever the only part of that think, character, I, whatever the hell. 
Yeah. So I yeah, in the in the comics, I don't think it's linked to the high evolutionary, yeah. but it's like, yeah. Uh that's links to the Marvel family. Yeah. So that's looks like it's her. So uh yeah, interesting. Uh and the first F bomb in the yes! Yeah. And I knew about that going in and the part the, where they actually used it, I was just like, for the love of God. <laughs> like you did <laughs> yeah. that you must well have done. had to fight so hard for that and i'm kind of just so proud like you know it's like yeah <laughs> worth it worth it and that's after you got fired and you're like moving on to another co- oh, okay well with that rating you're allowed one yeah and that's what you get and, and so I'm glad. they can't i don't know if they can really say no like it's, it's nothing's gonna top the hugh jackman in first class but uh yeah. you know <laughs> yeah really but yeah. this was also i liked it i i, I fondly will remember this one too like the f- Let me just open up my brown Sprite. Pass that over, because I'm about to bite into this red Whopper. Oh, nothing could go oh. wrong. Nothing could go wrong. Mm, yummy. Mm, I want to mix Dayquil and Nyquil, which I believe will turn <laughs> me into some sort of vampire or wolfman. <laughs> yeah, you're just... Or wolfpire. Or Wolfman Frankenstein. It's Frankenstein. If you take Nyquil and Dayquil, you just feel like it's like 1 p.m. at all times. Wait, Dr. Dracula. Dr. Dracula invented the vampire monster. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it's Dr. Acula, as we all oh, know. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Spider-Man. Yes. Um, so we didn't talk about, like, we're just going to talk about Spider-Man. Yeah, um, we're just going to talk sure. about Spider-Man. Sometimes we have these, like, kind of high concept ideas, or, like, yep. we come up with a real game plan of what we're doing. This time, we're just like... Let's just talk about nope. Spider-Man. And I think that's great and beautiful. So My notes are... Th- I have 13 words written down on my notes. It's, uh... Let's rock. Who is the fourth best Spider-Man villain? The f- fourth best Spider-Man? Yes, because Green Goblin, Dr. Octopus, Venom, those are like... Oh. Oh, you mean, uh... Villain. Oh, villain. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. I, um... Who is it? Who's the I, fourth and I who's would, the fifth I... best? Think about it. I I would the put Green Goblin there because I don't even <laughs> like the Green Goblin. So okay, then who's oh, okay? Wow. Let's so then who would be better? Who's better than Green Goblin? Like, well, how about if you were making a list? Somebody said, "Here's the list. You get to pick who's number five. Here, here, okay, I yeah. actually Here's wrote a list down and you a can't list. Have Doc Ock, any of or those Green Goblin, ones. or Venom? Hobgoblin. Okay, that's just a Goblin and, variant. Like, original, but okay. original. Well, yes. yeah, but I like. I I never liked uh, Green Goblin, but then Hobgoblin came out, and I was like, "This." Is I always awesome. kind of preferred like Hobgoblin this. too. He was he has like yeah. such a specific kind of air of like menace, but also like fun to read. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, that um, Craven. Craven's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I put the lizard on there. I like the lizard. Yeah, lizard's a good. I was trying to make my list of villains, and I was like, you know, reptile. And I actually wrote down reptile, and I'm like, it's oh, yeah, not reptile. reptile. Yeah, from Mortal Kombat. Lizard, okay. Yeah, so that's... Yeah, when, uh, when Spider-Man how... got two flawless victories, and then he uh, he uppercutted Johnny Cage off of the pit, <laughs> and uh, then he went and fought <laughs> reptile. Yeah. Um, and then Smoke showed up, and uh-oh. Oh, so sorry, no. who, can, who can't I... I can't have Green Goblin, Doc Ock. Doc Ock. Uh, or Venom, or Venom. I don't. Or I, don't Venom. Th- I don't think Venom's really a top one, but you know, it's been. He's in my top five. Okay, I yeah. think I like. I so think that... his original concept was 
fantastic. Yeah. They, yeah. They've taken him down crazy paths. Oh, he's the, he's it, the god of everything now. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's Kingpin. I think. Yeah, I wrote Kingpin down too. Well, like you look at the '90s cartoon, and Kingpin was the main villain for yeah. most of it. He was he was the uh, you know the string puller, the puppet master, the puppet master. Uh, yeah, weirdly not the puppet master. Yeah, he was he was the string puller. Well, puppet master's taken. Uh, one of my favorite storylines, and like I'll bring this up now. There's the whole Craven. Yeah, uh, yeah, of course. Oh, the Craven story that one of the single best Craven's stories. Last Hunt. But then one of my other favorite is called Gang War that that went through Amazing Spider-Man, and it's like the Kingpin is out of the picture, and oh, it was yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. that's interesting. With There's with that power vacuum, vacuum that everybody's the power vacuum, and everybody's battling, for and everyone's it, but, trying uh, to get this vacuum. It's a power vacuum. Yeah. Sucks all your powers. A lot, a lot of hammerhead. A lot, uh, of, ha- yeah. lot of hammerhead. A lot of Silvermane. Yeah, the Rose. The rose, oh, yeah, the is rose. There. I always liked the, the rose mix. for some reason. I weirdly did, but I was like, I never really saw him that much, and then he disappeared very quickly. And, and so. Something about just like just got the purple mask and like sunglasses and like white yeah. suit and a rose. It's so it's something so about the dumb, look. He's just like, all right, that's your look. But something, it just it's classies, you know. It just works. Yeah, you know, who I never really liked tarantula. Tarantula uh, was kind of like you just. Eh. I was just eh. gonna do that. Uh... I was like, this dumbest character. Yeah, he looks really cool. No, he doesn't. He doesn't look cool. He looks stupid. He, he doesn't look that bad. But at the same time, like, it's like he's he's got pointy shit. Like he, how what can if he the walk? spider was much bigger? Way too big. <laughs> Way too big. And I have a mask that only covers half my face. Does he have a mustache? Does he? Not in the cover. Not in the cover. Any okay. facial hair at all? I feel like Not- Tarantula always feel like struck later me as a guy on with a mustache. One. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna open it. He's a big twirly one, too. He's gotta really go for it. Yeah. I, I, for, He's basically for the like this is, yeah. He's, this is yeah, Peter yeah. Parker, the Spectacular Spider-Man, issue number one. Mm-hmm. That we're looking through. Cool. Um, Look at him. He's got the issue number one. Oh, no, no, no uh, facial hair. Huh. Oh, okay. All right. All right. There it is. I th- I, you know what? I, I kind of thought he did too. Maybe he does later on. I don't Maybe know. it's like a Mandela effect yeah. thing. Everybody imagines it's facial hair, but no, none. Yeah. Sandman, I gotta say. Another um, good, yeah. And that's one of good, those characters, yeah. like, I really, no, I, and again, I like how they developed him more over time, right? He sort of yeah. grew as a character and really became kind of a hero, really. Uh, yeah, he became kind of a good guy, yeah. And then they undid it in the stupidest way, and it's never been... He's still, you know, he's just kind of been nothing since then. He just, they do whatever with him, and there's no, there's no consistency to anything at all. I feel like they kind of broke the character a bit, and now he just sort of shows up like whatever anyone wants him to be at this time. And uh, yeah. it sucks, because I really liked how much work got put into even developing Sandman to becoming actually pretty, pretty interesting and pretty, uh, you, pretty, you got pretty, uh, at the time anyway, invested in him growing. And uh, it's a bummer. So I'm still kind of upset about that. I'd like them to, I'd like to see something better done with him. Okay, somebody else asks a question or say. A thing okay, about. I got, I got one. What was the first, if you can remember, the first Spider-Man story or one of the first Spider-Man stories you read? Ooh, I think it was during the Clone Saga. Oh wow! Oh, yeah, wow. you guys, so much younger. You know what? You know what? <laughs> Actually, well, no, I wasn't. I wasn't that young. But the, okay, the very first thing I remember Spider-Man showing up in is that. Uh, that little black and white X-Men arcade book that I had where Spider-Man is like, he tries to warn Cyclops and then Cyclops gets oh, right. kidnapped by arcade. 
The second thing oh, right, I remember right, right, Spider-Man yeah, being yeah. in was uh, uh, the first issue of the Marvel versus DC. Oh, and I was wow. I was very confused because it was Ben Riley, but he was I had no yeah. idea what was going on. But he was like Peter Parker in it though, or like saying like yeah, uh, just he said call like me his Peter professional Parker. name was Peter Parker. Yeah. Like, he was very trying to confusing. have it both ways in a very... Because it's like, well, the DC people might not get it. Just, like, hint that something's going on. And like, yeah, it's Peter Parker. Who cares? Yeah. His costume's weird. Who cares? So is Thor's. Thor... But, like, <laughs> by by the... You know, I... When I was a child, and Spider-Man was, was becoming more and more everywhere. I mean, yeah, my first yeah. real exposure to Spider-Man was uh, the end credits of Muppet Babies. That silver Spider-Man jumps down. Oh, yeah. You're right. <laughs> And as I've said before, mine was uh, Secret Wars number 11, which Stan Lee threw through my window from his Goblin Glider. We've established oh, right, yeah. yes, previously. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so that was my first time seeing Spider-Man in a comic, I think, as far as I know, anyway. But I know that I had, like, so definitely some stuff around the Clone Saga, for sure. Um, and also, like, a, a reprint, I think, of the first appearance of Mysterio. Um, was was it was an early one I remember, which left a like I'm like this is rad. I also remember an old issue with the lizard. Uh, it had like a hologram mm. cover. Oh, uh, and some Venom stuff around the same time. It was when Eddie Brock's ex-wife was introduced. So I, I do okay. remember that. And that stuff is pre-clone. Yeah, but... I think around when Carnage was first showing up was around then. Like that was yeah, it was probably around when then. I, that's when it was just, you were just like, oh, yeah, Spider-Man's everything. What about you? I'm a bit older. <laughs> you don't so say. It's, uh, like, you don't this look is, like, it. You don't look it, you son of a bitch. Oh, Age. A Get lines on your face, you bastard. He's hinting yeah. at being an ageless being, because what really I... happened was uh, he got between Stan Lee and Steve Ditko and says, listen, you knuckleheads. <laughs> Here's what you do. Um, it's one of these two. Um, they're they're both Marvel team up. Amazing Fantasy fifteen. <laughs> yeah, really. sixteen. Thank you. Um, it was Marvel team up fifty nine or sixty five. So fifty nine, and it, it was it was like you know what when you're a kid and I just had a stack of like twenty comics that I for the longest time that's all I had. Like I got them probably from my brother or my mom just picked one up. And you had those and you just read them over and over and over and over. Yeah. I still yep. have a bunch of them. So Team Up 59 was him teaming up with Yellow Jacket and the Wasp yeah. versus Equinox, who which is a character I have never seen since, but uh, was half man or half Iceman, half Human Torch kind of character. And it had almost like uh, Wolverine mask fins, like that sort of style. All right, uh, but super cool and super creepy and it, really weird. I imagine him. Uh, I am Equinox. I, That's yeah, his voice. Uh, but it's uh, uh, he's got like a he's got a flame top and ice pants in this picture. Yeah. It depends on the like somewhere it's like half and half. Sometimes it's like half yeah. in the middle or a little bit on the side. Whatever. Uh, Just but it was a two parter, and I always I had the second part, and I never understood like. You could pick up what happened in the first one, but I never saw it until yeah. years later. Yeah. So it was either that one or it was number 65, which is him teaming up with Captain Britain battling Arcade. Oh, yeah. yeah. When they when were it's the original, yeah. 
the original Captain Britain, like who was in the red costume with the staff, yeah. sort of. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. I believe yeah. Captain Which Britain still owes him money for uh, for rent back pay. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> I think no, I think that was like referenced recently. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, oh right. See that? I love stuff like that. <laughs> he owes him. He owes him like three hundred bucks or something. Yeah. Uh, you fifty quid. Yeah. No. Right. Well, <laughs> Um, my question, uh, the Spider-Verse is all the rage. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's everywhere. Yep. Uh, do, how long do you think, do you think this could go on forever, or is there going to be, like, Spider-Verse, fi- like, fatigue? Or is it already happening? Oh, yeah. Like every like everything, there's going to be. A well, I mean, if you, if you believe the comics, there was, there was an, an end of Spider-Verse. I, I hear it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, I hear it's not. Um, I, you know what? I don't think it's going to be a forever thing. I think they'll do a couple more movies, but at least with the, uh, you know, the writing directing team they have now, I don't think they're interested in, in telling that story again and again forever. It'll just get super repetitive if they just keep doing this. Yeah. And, and I think there's space for, for like a standalone Miles Morales story that, that isn't dependent on a hundred other Spider-Men. Right. And I'm hoping at least in the movies, like, I, I'm i cool with, it's more of like a comic thing where they're, if anything, going just like every single one of these is a franchise now. In the movies, it's like they'll have, characters will have like a spotlight, you know, it's like, here's a fun thing, but it's like the focus is pretty dead set on Miles as the main character. You know, the other other side characters there too can sort of come and go, but like in the comics in particular I just like there's a point where this is just well this is just marvel really it's like hmm this is popular huh drown in it yeah <laughs> drown in it until you just stop entirely and then uh we're like what happened I heard you like donuts <laughs> yeah speaking of venom that's uh yeah uh, edge of venom verse but i think miles miles and gwen are pretty i i don't know i i think that those two are probably not going anywhere <laughs> No, 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 I don't think no, so. No, no. Yeah, Venom first. My God. Yeah. Symbiotes and symbiotes and symbiotes. Oh my. Here's a question: Are all of the okay webs right? Web line webs. shoots it out. Oh. End of it is sticky. Is the whole thing sticky? The whole thing's sticky, right? Is that just getting stuck to all over the place? I feel like that's I the thing, though. So. Is he lets go of a web line easy, and I feel like if it's sticky. And also, his hands are already sticky. He probably would have does a he much have harder un- time. Does he have unsticky powers? But it's... Yeah. Because he can go onto a wall and touch it and hold onto it, but let go of it at the same time. So he does so, have unsticky powers. Yeah. It's like... Well, it's like however that works. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Well, now I feel dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Where the hell is our no prize at, anyway? Yeah, yeah. Uh, My question. Uh... Best romantic partner. Oh boy, I will. Def- I will argue that it is not Gwen Stacy. No, it isn't. Yeah, no. Of course not, not because she was young and she died, and she will forever be perfect because she's dead. Yeah, you can't change the character, Norman. <laughs> None of that happened. None of it happened. It None of that happened anyway. Out. It got retconned in the most, like, it was like the dumbest retcon, potentially, that's in spi- even by Spider-Man standards. And I'm like, good. I'm fine yeah. with this. I for accept the, it For instantly. those that do not, for those that don't know the retcon, please quickly explain it. 
Uh, so basically, so they had sins passed where they were like, Norman and Gwen had sex, and then she had two twins at age at super speed because of the goblin serum. And anyway, the retcon is that, uh, no, none of that happened. They were like clones of, uh, Gwen and I think Harry or something, or like, one was a Gwen, Gwen clone and one was like a Harry clone that was altered. And Harry set all this up in one of his, one of his elaborate schemes that somehow came into fruition long after his death. Again, he, he had a lot of that going on. And, uh, and, and Mysterio tricked Norman and whoever else thought that this happened into thinking that that happened, but it didn't happen. So he, Harry had Mysterio trick Norman into thinking that he had sex with Gwen Stacy. <laughs> Wait, so was Mysterio there with like a hologram projector and a flashlight or what? That is the thing. <laughs> because, yeah, like, what, what? I think yeah. we have an episode title. Oh, no. Oh. Well, I mean. <laughs> Try to draw that one. Yeah. Um, I, anyway, that's the gist of it, I think. Either way, I, I, I read all of that and I was just like, that's fine. Sure. Let's go with that. That's yeah. fine. I, yeah. Anything that anyway, does it's, this. It, yeah. it's, mm. uh, it's not Gwen Stacy, is my answer. No. Yes. Anyway. I'm going with Black Cat. Oh, interesting. Okay. Interesting. I mean, that's a strong I, I choice. Like that. That's a strong choice. I, there is, the, of course, the traditional Mary Jane sort yes. of thing, and that has she, she's been a mainstay, and she is a great character, but I like that I liked that fun of when Black Cat entered the scene and was a little more horny. There was a lot more spont- <laughs> spontaneity. There was yeah. a lot more possibility and, and like uh, just, you know, like Mary Jane was just at home. She wasn't part of the adventures. Black cat could be part of the adventures and be part of that next part. And it was like, Oh, I have a partner in this. I like, I can share this side of me now. And it was right. fun to see Peter. But, so it's, so it's that. interesting. Cause he shared that he shared one side of, of his life with black cat and the other side of his life with Mary Jane, but neither got both sides really. Yeah. So we're going to get a Hickman Krakoa thruple, I think is what. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. It's all the right. They'll live on the moon, and Wolverine's there too, and he's just <laughs> <laughs> He's not involved in anything. He's just sleeping on the couch. <laughs> Watching from the bushes. Yeah. 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 With a flashlight. <laughs> um And Mysterio. Surprising no one, Mary Jane. I Mary Jane always. I think Mary Jane is uh like, you know, the whole parallel lives thing, the whole how they they they're not the same exact person, but they I think both have uh you know, have gone through a big emotional arc together and also like dealing with parts of their past and growing as characters that I just I just think it's key really in a lot of ways, because every time they try to like yep. roll that back or change it, it just feels like you're regressing these characters in a way that you're kind of breaking them. Like, I, I just feel like they're just so entwined at that point that it's really hard to undo it. If you're just doing damage by d- yeah. doing that, then well, that's the thing. That yeah, I, I think if you're if you're gonna break them up, like make it make it last, make it have consequences, yeah, and, yeah. Make and it then make there's sense. that. Yeah. But that's the thing, though, is clearly that they keep bringing her back for a reason, and I'm sure every time they do, sales go up. So it's like, well, I don't know. Like you, you gotta shit her get off the pot, and they just keep teasing and teasing, and it just feels like you're progressing, whatever direction you're progressing. And that's the thing. Either way, no matter which way you go, either you like have them together or you split them up. But it feels like either way you progress the characters a certain amount and then either you tear them apart or put them back together and it just strips things back here. 
So it's like the characters that will never progress. And, th- and that, I mean, like Spider-Man always has the illusion of change. That's the thing. Things move, but they don't really move that fast, really. It's just, it's, it feels like it does. But this situation we're in right now is like, they're just doing the same thing on repeat again and again in one way or another, and it just feels repetitive and boring. That's my take. Uh, I think he should be with Mary Jane. That's, I fully believe that always, but just stop doing this. Just stop doing this because it's so tiresome. (laughs) Currently, I think he's with Black Hat again, which is, does kind of interest me a bit because they've both grown as characters a lot since that that time and i would like to you know if that's the main thing is like have these characters deepen and grow together no matter what you do and then it'll actually feel like i'm reading spider-man the suits too many suits do you think too many suits like too many suits it's all about the suits black all the way i i love that black costume i don't mind there being alternate suits absolutely like you know he can have a few extra looks in his closet but, you know, there's a limit. I think it'd be cool if he actually just would just like, you know, I'm going to wear this outfit for a while. I'm going to change yeah. to this one. I'm going to change it again. But like, yeah, just have a regular rotation of like, you know, four or five or let's say let's say three. Let's say three costumes. Yes. And I, I think that that maybe should just you keep it at that and you can have those alternate. Again, the, the yeah. red, I loved during that period where, like, you'd have, it seemed like every time you saw him in a, in a story in the daytime, he was wearing the red and blues, and every time you saw him in the nighttime, it was the black or something like that, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. that was cool. I like that, where you could use that effectively. I just, it seems like every time they introduce a new comic and, uh, new, sorry, a new suit in the comics lately, or in the movies, frankly, it just doesn't look very good. It just looks Yeah, like... a lot of the new suits are just like, let's put some LEDs on there, and it just yeah. looks dumb. Yeah. What if his eyes glowed? What if he could make an emoji face? But you know what? Like having having remembered him like in the seventies, what and then the eighties, reading through this, and it was always the same costume. There was very little change. Yeah. Even in, in but like even now between artists, it, it alters a little bit, and just how it's depicted or whatever. In seventies and eighties, there was little to no change. Like it right. just was pretty streamlined. And then all of a sudden, you're you like, got to draw that's one way. Yeah. Like what the. F- is this black costume like what and then everybody started drawing the black costume a little bit different some of them had that blue sheen to it some Mm -hmm. of it was just straight black it was like a silhouette and then that was it it was like a shadow and i'm like this is amazing and just seeing a little variation and just how each artist kind of approached it it like a stark dark costume was almost like a weird challenge it almost felt (laughs) like you know what i mean like for artists that's like that is cool it is great. I mean, like, that's, so, like, again, so many of them that just have, like, lights. Like, the he has one now that has, like, a yellow one that, like, Norman Osborn created for him. I don't know, comic. It's I don't know what the hell they're doing anymore. I don't like um, that one. I don't like the one before that, and I don't like the one before no. that. Because they just yeah. keep sort of doing the same thing. It's almost like a, it's got a bit of an Alex Ross feel to it, but, you know, I and I love Alex Ross, but some of his design stuff is just, I don't like it for a character like that. Fair. And that's exactly the one where it was, like, blue, right? It was, like, Parker Industries or something, and it was, like, just, like, a Spider-Man costume, but weird, the boots came up weirdly on the side, and everything was, like, metal panels and shiny, and there was, like, this weird yeah. tealy blue light. I thought that looked awful. I just, like, it look it looks very similar to the regular costume, except every aspect of it is worse. It was just, yeah. like, 
<laughs> I love you, Alex Ross. Yeah, you're not, I think he you're designed not improving it, but like anything, you're just making it worse. I didn't like that one at all. Honestly, if I were to say like, and I I like alternate takes. I mean, the 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 classic, and there's versions of the classic, like the original Amazing Fantasy, and there's like different, like you know what yeah. I mean. How he specifically makes a new costume, you can alter that, and that can be part of it. Uh, the black costume is great. The Ben Riley one, the original one, I will always love that costume. I think that yeah, holds up. I like that one too. Yeah. Anyway, but all the rest, yeah. throw them in the garbage. Mm-hmm. Or make them DLC I never use in a video game. There we go. <laughs> Favorite Spider-Man artists. Oh, you know what? I like, I really liked John Romita Jr. to a point. Yeah. I did, yeah. 80s. Senior, senior yeah. and junior. Even, even early have... 90s. Yeah, yeah. Before it became extra blocky, you blocky. know. Yeah. yeah, he when he, he when when Junior he, was drawing uh, X Men, he was doing Uncanny. I yeah, loved that stuff. That era, and then and then there was some time, and then he came back to doing. So, and I was like, wait a minute, this looks totally different, and I don't like it at all. Bagley is is me. I, I that's my immediate. I have so many. You're that Bagley. I yes, I am. I am Mark Bagley now. <laughs> he he for sure was like uh, yeah at the first amazing or whatever issue I got he was the artist on and I was just like oh like he's just it was just you know it was it was clean and crisp and it like had just uh, very expressive and it just had such a such a like a vibrancy to it I don't know I just uh, it just it was just what I thought of immediately and like all like the poses he'd get him in were just uh, usually pretty wild there like there's the early stuff the senior. John Romita Sr., even the junior stuff, like, it, that all has kind of a standard look to it, and it felt like, in the 80s, the late 80s, it started to change a little bit. It wasn't, like, modern style, but it was that halfway in between the two, and there's Ron Friends yeah. drew that for a while, and I really like, I, yeah. he's such a solid artist. Well, it was like Hobgoblin and times it's not, a bit. He did, like, a lot of that. It is. It's totally, yeah. it's all that and stuff. I, I love, love and he's art. yeah. It, yeah, it's great stuff. Like, it's not crazy weird dynamic but it's more energy and more than uh ramita would like ramita was not th- he was great and it was great for the time like it was way more dynamic than what came before but uh there's that and then there's like y- shit on him as much as you want but mcfarlane fucking changed the landscape of it oh yeah and he did he did what and i oh, yeah. i I'm really not, like I'm his on him i'm not gonna do that well, today. a lot of, lot of people not, are like today's uh, job no, no. <laughs> I'll do it another time. I, one of my favorite shirts is like it's literally like a McFarlane uh, Spider-Man like wrestling with the symbiote, where it's just sort of like a black shirt where he sort of, you know yeah. what I mean, oh, wrapped cool. it a little bit. Nope. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's no, I love that. Those early Amazing Spider-Mans where he started, it looked so good, and I was really into it. Like it was different, and there was like like every artist has certain problems with certain things mm-hmm. you like and you don't like, but. It was so different, and it was the first time I'd ever seen anybody do that. Later on, like especially when he got the Spider-Man title, it got a little out of hand and yeah, like super over exaggerated. You're like, okay, now you're, it just it's he's rubber now. And there is a certain thing, even like Romito, you were talking Junior, you were talking about before, where like this way, and he got like extra stylized one way, and then it's like I remember when like again Spider-Man was like a big tank man, yeah, and then like he came when he came back in like the early two thousands, he was like Spider-Man was like really skinny and like kind of creepy looking, and I was just like I love that, but yeah, uh, well that's that's like classic, yeah for sure, but yeah exactly, but it's like that's a weird one they get a little stylistically well even like one of the things i wrote down was bulky muscles versus sinewy 
Yeah, oh, sinewy. Like, I hate sinewy. I hate all the way. when they just like he's like a like a tank, or he's just like he's yeah, like no, no. You gotta you gotta make him dull sim from Street Fighter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Though in in again in the '90s cartoon, that was a it was a like a quarterback walking around. It was ridiculous. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Too much. This guy's a nerd. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And see, that's what it's got to stand called out him of. Puny like, who Parker, is this guy? Ironically. <laughs> There's a million like Pat. Is it Patrick Olif or I Olif? I don't know how to pronounce his last name. He did like Untold Tales of Spider Man and a lot of Spider Girl and stuff oh, okay, like that. Okay, yeah. Had a very and it fit in perfectly for that because it was like uh, it wasn't quite Dicko-y. It felt very classic that era. It felt like somebody who literally could have been drawing that book like in between those two artists. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Chris Bacalo, whenever he draws Spider Man, I kind of just love the hell out of it. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's different. It's his I own just like thing, Chris Bacalo but... oh, really doing anything. Yeah. he'll do most things, and I'll enjoy it. So I would like him to go back to Doctor Strange, but you know he's got he's yeah. got stuff. Yeah. He's sort of doing that. At, at, he's doing this night terrors thing at DC that's like very dark magic nightmare stuff. And uh, with Damian Wayne, I think was at, like Free Comic Book Day, and I'm like, it, based on the stuff I saw, it, that it's gonna be good. All right. Well, I think yes, we should uh, we should wrap it up because we could talk about Spider Man for another three hours. We could do that no could... problem. But uh, I don't want to edit that. that should... So, uh... but nobody wants to listen to that. I know I don't. That should be our break glass. Is always like a break glass in case of podcast emergency, and it's just a piece of paper that says "Talk about Spider Man." Stop. Yeah. Wait Every a second. Now flip now. that over. Talk about Batman. No. <laughs> Tune in next week when we talk about Batman. I mean, who knows? We don't. Until then, I am Merck. You can find me at MerkAsylum.ca, M-E-R-K-A-S-Y-L-U-M dot C-A. Merck on Facebook, Merkanaut, uh, like astronaut on Instagram. Uh, my name is Bri Kotick. You can find my comic at WelcomeToHereafter.com, or you can find me on Instagram or Tumblr or whatever other social media sites I might be on. I don't remember. B-R-Y-K-O-T-Y-K. And my name is Kyle Lees. You can check my stuff out by just Googling the Kyle Lees. Uh, recommendation for this week, go to your internet browser and type in bit.ly slash ski ninjas one. Read my first book for free. Why not? There it is. Enjoy the book. You should. You should. Funny stuff. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, thanks as always to Ocean City Defender for the very sweet tunes that uh, we have every episode. I don't know why I said it like that. That was really stupid. I mean, they, they are but very sweet. They, they are, are sweet, too. They're very sweet. Very, very talented. Uh, again, look them up. Ocean City Defender. Not the game, but the musical performer. I don't know why I said it like that. My God. Ocean City Defender, the musical. I, that's the next, I feel like. I feel like that's next. <laughs> Yeah. They'll do it's it's gonna be a musical adaptation of the video game and he was gonna do all the music. So it's really perfect. Yes. Of course. Who else would? Alright. Bye. All right. See you later. Cheerio. Bye. <laughs>